Hey guys, Chris Fett here. We jumped on a post-game show after the Chiefs-Lions game in the Lions victory, their first of many for the season. It was a longer stream. I wanted to chop out some of the best parts we had. Myself, Jeremy Reisman, Eric Schlitt, Alex Reno stopped by. I want to thank those guys so much for doing this. It's not going to be completely in order here, but these are some of the best parts I thought that we talked about ready for your ears. Take a listen. We'll see you when POD cast gets recorded later in the week. Screw it. Fuck it. Screw Fuck it. The theme song. Let's get to it. Y'all. Do it. Do it live. Oh, God. Why is this? Do it live. What'd you do, Jeremy? What did you do? Up. Oh, my God. We're dying. What's happening? Everybody? Oh, my God. I can't stop grinning. I can't stop. Grinning. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. My. We got the new questionable tease in and everything. Look at this. Look at Locked. us. Look at you. Jeremy's figuring oh, it out. Uh, Welcome. <laughs> I'm oh figuring it out. Everyone relax. We're one and oh, best We're one team and in the league. And we just came out tripping over ourselves, <laughs> screaming. You survived the monster. You survived him. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. He had those jagoffs to work with. Kadarius Tony. He thought they'd get us done against the Lions with Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore and something called Rasheed Rice. No, you got to do better than that. Spagnolo. All you can do is blitz. I can't believe they pulled out that game. My goodness. It's uh, too early for cardiac cats, Jeremy. It's too early for cardiac listen, cats. It was always going to be that way with this game. And oh, absolutely. It, it's interesting because it, it did feel like there was a moment early in the second half that this game was going to slip away from the Detroit Lions. Yes. Yes. They, no, they I felt that going, too. They kept going three and out on offense. The defense was hanging in there for as long as they could. And it to me, maybe the most key drive of the game was the Chiefs. They they get that huge pass interference play. They're already mm. up three. Now they're in the red zone to make it a two-score game. Lions hold them to, to three there. It remains a one-score game, and a touchdown wins it after that. That like that drive holding them to three was so clutch and so important that. I mean, it, it allowed them to win the game. And listen, the defense stood on its goddamn head. And I, I know I know what the narrative is going to be, Chris. I know it's going to be. Didn't have Kelsey. Didn't have Chris Jones. All these balls, blah, blah, blah. Rob balls, blah, yes. blah, blah. Yeah. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that's not true. But the defense also made plays. We had CJ Gardner making plays. We had Jack Campbell making plays. We had Brian Branch making plays. We oh, had God. Hutchinson yes. terrorizing the right tackle to a point where he thought, Plays were starting two seconds earlier than they were. My takeaway of this entire game is that the Lions played a sloppy, crappy game in a lot of facets of this game. They miscommunications on defense, a lot of problems on offense, and they're still good enough to beat the Super Bowl defending champions. They don't have to play perfect games anymore to win games against great opponents. That's how far we've come. That's how far we've come. This is a game, like Jeremy said, it could have gotten away from the Lions so many times. And we've seen these games slip away in the past from self-inflicted mistakes where I I know that fans always want to talk about the officiating and they want to talk about how many times they weren't calling false starts until the very end of the game. (laughs) But like that's been a problem for years with right tackles lining up in that in that area. 
and getting the head head shot. Like several former players talked about it tonight. Jeff Schwartz, JJ Watt. It was a big deal. And I think finally it became too big of a deal near the end, but the lions had self-inflicted penalties that, that pass interference near the end. I thought that was a hell of a dagger. I thought that was just going to crush the Detroit lions. I'm like, Oh my God, this is where it ends here. No, it didn't. And even with the offense, not playing well, which I find fascinating because Steve Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator, is a man with only one move. He, he blitzes you. That's all he does. And I know he doesn't have Chris Jones, but you should know that he's going to do that and you should be ready for that kind of crap when it's coming down your throat. But the Lions really weren't. You talk about the drops that the Chiefs had. Marvin Jones had some drops. They really had to rely deeply on their usual suspects in St. Brown. And then Josh Reynolds got involved later on on pass catching. But this was a run heavy game for them. But it's a game for the defense here. And I don't know how many times you could really say that, 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 the, that the Detroit Lions held Patrick Mahomes without Travis Kelsey, I understand, and with some bizarre drops from Kadarius Toney, but they held them to 20 points. They held that, that to 20 points with a, a defense that was worst in the league last year. And they're doing that with guys like Brian Branch and Aiden Hutchinson, who might honestly if he keeps playing like this, he's going to be all pro this year. Josh Pascal, Josh Pascal bursting up at like a, like an alien chest burster right at the critical moment to put this game away. Like they, they had contributions everywhere. Alex Anzalone. I saw he was in the spy at one point. When's the last time the lions had a spy on a quarterback like this, this felt, I mean, we're going to keep saying it all year, right? This felt different. And here it is. It's not just, it's proof that the hype wasn't just hype. They delivered. They 100% delivered on all the promises they made over the, over the off season. They promised a more balanced team. They promised a better run game. They promised this. They promised to be in every game start to finish. And they checklist, 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 boom, boom, blouses, lions. We have, we are literally witnessing Detroit Lions history in front of us. The last two games, walking into Lambeau and punching the Packers out of the playoffs, then walking into Arrowhead and knocking off the Super Bowl champs. Those are franchise defining moments. We are, you are, if you, you want to talk about like not always being able to see history as it's happening in front of you, it's happening right now. We, we are witnessing it. There are so many different things that happened well in that game. I think you 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 guys were right on point with a lot of things you just said. Overcoming adversity, they really had a couple of mistakes, but it really came from just a couple of guys. Like yet the yet the production in a positive way came from multiple players. This is a core team that's young. This is a that is producing at multiple players are producing, and. Uh, it's literally history watching unfold right in front of us. I'm, I'm a little dumbfounded, honestly, by, by what happened. Not because it was surprising, because I've been railing all offseason about how this defense is going to be better than you think. And they were tonight. They were. I mean, the, the Chiefs had essentially no running game other than Patrick Mahomes scrambling. They forced him into third down after third down after third down. And while the Chiefs were converting a lot of them early, the lines are starting to get them late. And that's, I mean, how many times, Eric, were, Reno, Chris, last year, were we talking about this Lions team not even forcing a single punt until the fourth quarter? 
until the third. How many times have we seen them play four quarters? The like they played against a four quarter like that against right. a quarterback like that, right? And and like a team like that. How I, I'm sure as as optimistic as we've been, I'm sure all of you thought when the Lions didn't convert that fourth down that the game was over. Like let's be honest, <laughs> yeah, Patrick, no. you're giving Patrick bit. Mahomes a little the bit. ball. On, on the 45 yard line with two Based minutes around left. midfield, two minutes. Down it's one where point. he thrives, man. And he goes and backwards call. 15 yards. He goes backwards 15 yards. Mm-hmm. You are not supposed to give Patrick Mahomes the ball in that opportunity. Otherwise, it's an automatic. They won L. it by their defense, Jeremy. They won it when by they, their defense. When they asked Dan Campbell, like when they were going for that, what would you give like a percentage before that play happened of their them converting it? I oh. feel like. Oh my God! It, I, I'm sure every Lions fan thought of the Ravens game, right? Right. Like, that's exactly what was going through <laughs> I was my mind. So it's nervous. Like, oh God! I wanted to throw up. And it's not like, and it's not, and again, like it's going to come out. It, a lot of people are going to spin this as Patrick Mahomes played with bums, and to be honest, he kind of did. But he also made some big plays happen. You remember what was that third and twelve earlier in the game, yeah. and he converts it for like what was that a forty yard pass? Like it's not like he didn't. Ha- he just was off the entire night. He made it work for him still. <laughs> And in that kind of big moment, that's where you expect those guys to buckle up and double down. And no, the Lions are the ones forcing them back and back and back. They um, they asked Campbell at the, we asked Campbell at the beginning of the week, what do you need to do in order to like beat Patrick Mahomes? And the first thing he said was make him go backwards. And that's literally what happened at the end of the game there, that fourth and 25, yeah, right? right? Make him go back. So. Exactly. <laughs> Alex, say something. I, I miss you, buddy. Some things. I love you. I love you, Jeremy. I'm doing a little bit of multitasking. I'm editing while we're here. But okay. uh, before the I... game, I wanted to throw up. I was so nervous. <laughs> um, I was I was just like so impressed by the rookies, all the guys that uh, Holmes have drafted. Like Pascal made a play too. like his draft acumen. I was just so impressed by like all these guys making plays. So, I mean, I got a game, dude. I got a couple message from national guys I work with talking about how impressed they've been with how the Lions have put guys they've drafted in the last two years up front and center at the core of this team. And you can point to all of that tonight. And that points to a rebuild process that has just hit a home run on everything. And I think people, I I could see that. I could see that worry in everyone's belly when Brian branch left and thank God it was just a cramp on the on the non-contact but that was scary for a moment considering he had the tipped up pick six and it's like oh god here we go again but that just meant so much that like a rookie safety like that a rookie db like that is just he's that crucial right now to everything and it's not because of lack of options or anything but because he's that talented i mean he won it he won the job right like yeah so so um uh She's Brad Holmes has drafted 23 players. 22 of them are on the roster in some capacity, right? Yeah. Like 21 of them are on the active roster. One's on the practice squad. The only guy who's not around is, is Jamar Jefferson. Like his, his Brad Holmes ability to acquire talent is, is astounding. We've been talking about this for a while. And now you want to take the whole, his draft was bad because of positional value thing. Holy cow! Is that going to go out the window? <laughs> that blew next up. Year? That, really that is blew going up. to. I, I mean, it's. I'm not ready to say that, but still. I, oh, I am. I well, am. I think that's going to change. I honestly, if they end up going to the playoffs, making some noise, doing sure. things that they're that they're they're going to look back at Holmes and how he's drafting, and they're going to say, "Oh, just draft studs." You know yeah. what I mean? 
doesn't matter if if they're what their position is anymore. Like it could that's the type of situation that this rookie class can do because you have four rookies that are all contributing in massive ways. Like all four of them made like Campbell made that. that Campbell PBG, Jameer, that was, impressive. was awesome. J- yes. Jameer wasn't Jameer as Gibbs impactful, averaged. but he still made a couple of really good plays. Laporte is jumping over people. He caught the, he caught the ball at critical times, getting first downs. Like. They all had key things that they did. And of course the branch pick six was, yeah. I mean, well, but that, the, the lead I'm up so to that was also that. the lead up to that was crazy. It was three straight yeah. plays from rookies. It yeah. was yes. first the break, the diving breakup yes. by Jack Campbell, the best play I've seen a lines linebacker make maybe ever. <laughs> and then Brian branch comes in with a run stop, stops him for three yards, the next play. And listen, yeah, it was a drop. Yes, it was a perfect pass, but it still took, incredible anticipation like Brian Branch was there to make the stop he was going to tackle him before he got to the sticks for a third down stop either way and he had just the instincts are crazy the speed is crazy fuck his 40 yard time no one caught him so 50 fast, yards down man. Field. that 40 yard time is bullshit he's actually so fast Gibbs yeah. gives 60 yards from scrimmage averaging six on the ground Sam Laporta perfect on five receptions for 39 yards. Like they're not eye popping numbers, but that's by design. The, the lions spread yeah. it out. The lions spread it out. It's efficiency in your production. That's off the charts here. And Gibbs is so damn fast. Like <laughs> everyone saw just how fast he was accelerating and out there. He would have, he would have found the end zone today too. If he hadn't slipped on that one bounce I, to the outside. That, yeah. That's, I mean, glad he did. Cause I think that t- that was the uh, St. Brown touchdown. That True. came afterwards, but sure, that was that was rightly Gibbs, I think. <laughs> I'm going to call it right now. Aiden Hutchinson, all pro. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson probably had seven Aiden Hutchinson, pressures. all pro. At least, by my count, had yeah. seven. Three um, quarterback hits. It, it, well, yeah, I, so, yeah, I'm, I had seven pressures at, at a minimum, maybe eight. Yeah, three quarterback hits. He he didn't you know he didn't get a sack, but like not not many people sack Mahomes, right? But like he's a monster. Like yeah. we've been we we said it all camp. He's a different animal this year. Like his legs are like tree trunks now, and he's got speed. He's got, he's got speed, and he's got even more power to it. Like he's it's speed, power, leverage. Like it, it, this is this is a tackle that the Chiefs paid. $80 million to, and Hutch just smacked him around. Abused him. Smacked him around. Like, just, and, oh my and God. he's going, just wait till he goes up against some of the, the other right tackles in the division that are garbage, right? And he's going to go, he's going to, he's going to put stats up in chunks. It's just going to happen. Like, I don't know how teams are, they, the, the Chiefs were just doubling them. At the end of the game, they just straight double yeah. them. Like that's chip all they after that's, chip after chip and, after chip. But it wasn't even chip, it was right tackle, right guard, both just mm-hmm. leaning towards him to try and because he was the only one that was really doing anything. So that's where you need your production from your other guys to start coming together. But they just they had to double him because they were not able to handle him one on one. And that's the way it's gonna be. Like this is not a oh, he had a good game. This is how he's been all camp. Yep. This, like this, this is, is this is a this is why I should have went number one in the draft that year. This is why I was you know this is the the ceiling is just starting for him. That, like and, he, and and that's the silly part about this all, Eric. Like everyone said last year, uh, 
and hit, hit he already hit a ceiling like he, he no doesn't have that developmental way. ceiling. and i'm like are you crazy it's the man's first year in the nfl and you're telling me eight and a half sacks is a ceiling gtfo yeah it's uh this is the beginning uh, honestly like this he's going to go up from here it's going to be stupid like you look at the layers of guys that they have Garter Johnson had a miscommunication, gave up a touchdown, but his run support was great. His, I thought he played better as the game went on in the secondary. Garter Johnson's going to fit in well. I thought Kirby didn't have the best game, but I, but like Garner Johnson played well. I thought Sutton played well. That PI, you can throw that in the garbage. Um, Brent, the linebackers what's he, what's he supposed well. to do? He's like I, I thought it was actually a thing. Bad... He's, he, he's got the, every right to that ball. Like if yes. the receiver stops, yes. he's got he can go through the receiver to try and kick, pick that ball off. Like, come on. All right. I, but, I'll also say whatever. like not not trying to ruin the guy's night, but I, I, I thought Brian Branch struggled a little bit in this game. He had some rookie mistakes in terms he's of a rookie. So right. But if you if you get a pick six on Patrick Mahomes, congratulations. You just had maybe one of the most important, you know, uh, milestones of your career in your first NFL yeah. game. Yeah. But that's like, also par for the course, right? If yeah. This is, this is a, this <laughs> was a daily thing in training camp. We were like, every day we were like, Oh, Brian Branch again. <laughs> we don't, we shouldn't talk about him anymore. Cause we keep talking. About, well, this is why, cause he's doing this every day. 